You are listening to the Hope Church Weekly Message Podcast. Hope Church is located in Cleburne, Texas and meets on Sundays. Pastor Todd and the preaching team desire for this message to bring life in a dark world. For more information about Hope Church, visit HopeChurchCleburne.com. It was a day like any other. I was, I had loaded up my kids just like every other day and had dropped them off at school. And right after I dropped Maddie off at the time, she was at Wee School, right after I dropped her off, I got a phone call. Now it was a strange phone call because it was from John Bennett. Now I'm not saying John Bennett calling me is strange, but what I am saying is John Bennett calling me is strange because he doesn't call me. He usually texts me. So if John Bennett is calling me, I'm going, hmm, something's up. And I just felt in my spirit something was up. And I answered the call. And usually John is very, very calm, very chill. But on the other end was a frantic voice saying, Pastor Todd, Kyle Spurgeon was in a car accident. I don't think he's going to make it. You need to be there for Monica and you need to get there to the hospital as fast as you can. I said, John, okay, I will. What, what hospital am I going to? Go to JPS. So you know me, I, I don't need an excuse to drive fast. So I had an excuse, so I drove fast. Watch what happens. I received a phone call when I was at work and Kyle had been in an accident and one of our really wonderful friends, uh, John Bennett, was the one who gave me a call. We actually met John through Hope Church. I remember it was a, a very devastating moment. I didn't understand if it was, if this was actually happening because you always hear about things like these accidents happening to other people, but never to yourself or to someone that you love. So to have John give me a call, you know, uh, he's already like one of our family members to me. Um, it was a big deal and he had already called Pastor Todd as well. Um, but as soon as I, I got the call, I immediately left uh, work and I started driving up to the hospital. And it, it's amazing just how how close our church is and what they're willing to do. So much so that I had made it to JPS and Pastor Todd was the next in line there uh, to see me. And what's so great is that uh, at the time when we were going through all of this, they, no matter what, we always had someone from the church there praying with us, staying by our side, making sure, uh, you know, that we were comfortable um, because we didn't know the situation. We didn't know what could happen. And to have our, our, our church family there to support us and to make sure that, uh, you know, our needs were met. I don't think we would have made it through that without them. Um, Kyle was in the hospital for uh, a little over seven days, or just a little over a week. Um, And with God's grace, he was let out, he was functioning, he was moving around, things were going uh, just as planned, and then, or actually better than than that we had planned. Uh, And the church immediately had started this mill train. um, And what that did is allowed uh, allowed me to not have to worry about the meals for my family, to have to worry about anything other than what I was going to do to take care of my husband, to take care of my children, to make sure we were going to be safe. Our church family was there. They prayed for us. They always asked for updates. They constantly were visiting. And, and during those moments when you're going through something so traumatic, to know that you just have people who are going to have your back no matter what, that you can ask them for absolutely anything, that's completely irreplaceable. You have to have those people in your life. 
After Kyle was in his accident, he wanted to be able to come to church, but he was he was in the hospital. He he didn't really have. Uh, he, he knew where he was, but he didn't really know where he was. So what we did um, is that we started actually our, our Facebook live stream. And one of the songs um, that they were singing was, It Is Well. And it was one of the most beautiful moments is after his surgery, Kyle still gave all glory to God. He did a, a shout out on uh, the live stream and, and he was waving at everybody and uh, he knew he had that support, which I believe also allowed him to heal a lot faster. Uh, because when you do have your family behind you, you can overcome mountains, right? You can overcome all obstacles. What I love that Monica said was, when you have your family, you can overcome anything. So guys, what we have to understand during this time of COVID-19 and all of this, we have to understand the church is a family. Now I know it's, it's hard today. It's hard because I wanted to see every single one of your smiling faces today. And I feel like a little piece of me is missing. Even though I'm, I'm right there in your living room with you and you're, you're aiming it along with me and I, I hope you do that, I still miss seeing your face. But we have to understand it's during this time that we need the church family like never before. Now we always say the church isn't a building, it's not about a building, but that is actually true today. We are called to take the church to everyone because it's during the hard times that the church has to rise up and be a family to each and every one that is around us. This is the time in history. This is the point in history that people will look back and say, the church rose up and was the church during this time. But here's what you have to understand. You have to be the church. So if you have your Bibles, grab them. Go to Hebrews chapter 10. We're going to start in verse 24 today. And as you're in there in your living room, I want to encourage you, get your kids around, open up your Bible, have them open up their Bibles, and let's follow along. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24 says, 24 and 25 says, let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another. Now all the more as you see the day approaching. Guys, I know that we're not meeting together physically, but through the power of the internet, we can meet together virtually. I know it's not quite the same and I, and I feel it today, but I hope to meet together with you soon. But here's what we gotta understand about family. To some, the true meaning of family means a group of people related by blood, or ancestry. But to others, it has nothing to do with genes and everything to do with love, compassion, and support. The definition of family can mean so many things. But guys, I love my blood family. I love my relatives. And I grew up in a great family. I know some of you did not. But what truly defines a family is during the toughest times, we are there together to love, be compassionate, and to support one another. And right now, in this world, in the COVID-19 world that we live in, 
the church family needs to rise up like never before. Now, I'm not just saying we need to rise up for each other. We do. It is so important for us to rise up to each other and for each other. But we have to rise up for our community around us because they're scared. They don't have the hope that we have. They need to find the hope we have. And it's for us to show it to them. So today, the title of my message is What Makes Us a Family? What makes us a family? So my first point is, we all have the same dad. We all have the same dad. You can find that in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 19 through 21. It says, so then you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are fellow citizens with saints and members of the household of God. Built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone in whom the whole structure being joined together grows into a holy temple in the Lord. God is the greatest father we could ever have. He's a dad like no other dads. Now I know that in this world, some of us had good dads, some of us had bad dads. I had a pretty good dad. My dad was there for me. He's still there for me most days. Even though my dad was in the military, he was gone a lot. I always knew that my dad loved me and was there for me. But I know a lot of you, you didn't have a dad. Or maybe you had a dad, but you weren't really sure what he, what he thought, what he cared about you, if he cared about you. But guys, I want us to put to side all the imperfect thoughts that we have about our earthly dads and understand that even the most perfect earthly father could never compare to the heavenly father that we have. And I'd like to think that I myself am a decent father, but I know that I can never compare to our God in heaven who loves me who could never, who I could never do anything that would make him stop loving me. Those of you that are parents, you know that you love your kids with the love that they could never do anything to make you stop loving them. God is even more perfect than that. Do not think God is looking down from heaven towards you in any way that is, that is negatively what we have to understand is we all have the same dad. That's what makes us a family. Now, when we become into this family, we become all part. We all become brothers and sisters. That's why the world, I know you guys out there, you've always wondered, why do we call each other brother and sister? And because we have the same father and we love each other. But what did I say about a family? What does it do? A family comes around one another when we need it the most. Back to the story of the Spurgeons. I truly believe, I got to see with my own eyes, Kyle, we came into the hospital and the doctor said, there is no way this man could live. He had had, you saw in the video, he had had so much trauma to his head, so much trauma to his brain. Some of the first responders said that they had found brain matter at the scene of the accident. 
That's how gruesome it was. But God, our father, came into that hospital room and made every broken piece of Kyle's body whole again. And I truly believe part of the reason that that happened is because Monica and Kyle felt the love of a church family and their family that loved them so much. And when the Bible says love conquers all, love can conquer traumatic brain injury. And guys, it's, it was so amazing to see a guy that walked into a hospital with a dent in his head leave seven days later fully functioning. Now, that's not to say Kyle didn't have a road ahead of him. I know he's, he's still working through that road. But he has a church family that loves him and cares for him. But here's what we have to understand about being a part of God's family. If we're a part of God's family, that means we are heirs to the kingdom of our father. We are heirs to his kingdom. So if we truly believe, and we say this many times when we're giving our giving talks, that the Lord owns a cattle on a thousand hills. God owns everything. So what it means is if we are a father or daughter of the king, we are an heir to everything. And just like God wants us, just or not God, just because, you know, for me, I want my kids to have everything. I want them to have an easier life than I did. God wants us to have everything that we have ever dreamed of. Now, that's not to say if you've ever dreamed of a Maserati that God's going to give that to you. What I'm saying is, is that God wants you to have everything that he's ever dreamed that you could have. And many times his dreams are not material for us. Many times his dreams are far bigger than we could ever understand. But our father loves us so much and wants us to have great things. So number one, we all have the same dad, which makes us a part of the family. Number two, we have each other for the tough times. We have each other for the tough times. Would y'all say this is a tough time? <laughs> I would. This is not the greatest time ever, but we have each other. So in Romans chapter 12, verse 10 through 13, it says, love one another with brotherly affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Do not be slothful in zeal, but fervent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulation. Can I say that again? Be patient in tribulation. And then what does he tell us? Be constant in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints and seek to show hospitality. Guys, life is hard right now. I cannot think back to any other time in history. I know there was a time during the Spanish flu that the church did not, was asked not to meet. But I can't think back to a time in my lifetime that people were this scared. I have never in my life gone to a grocery store and there was not everything there that I needed. And I know that builds up anxiety. I know that makes us wonder, what's gonna happen? I know many of us are thinking, how long am I gonna be out of work? But guys, it's in the toughest of times that we don't need to run away from the Father, but we need to run to the Father. Guys, we are called to do life together as a church family. 
Now, I know that's made even more difficult during this time. That's why it's so important that I want you guys to get on with your groups on Zoom. Your leaders are going to be throwing out a link this week. I want you to get in there. You're going to be in a virtual, if I can say it, virtual classroom. You're going to be able to see each other. You're going to be able to talk to each other. You're going to be able to give feedback for the lesson. And it's going to be so nourishing for your soul. So I want you to do that. Also, because of this time, I'm offering a Thursday Bible study at 1 p.m. If you'll go to my Facebook, you can find the link. I want you to sign up so that I can send you the link for that uh, and keep you updated on how. And we're going to go over the temple. We're going to go over how much the temple shapes our worship today. We're going to get to see each other. We're going to get to encourage each other. It's going to be so much fun. Now, I know that's not the same as being together. I get it. But it's the best we can do right now. And I know that many of us are sitting around the house doing some things. So I want to encourage you to be productive. This is the time that you could knock out some of those books you wanted to read. This is the time that you can reach in and dig into God's word like you never have before. But this is the time to dig in to your church. We're going to try to give you many things uh, to be involved in. We're going to try to, I'm going to try to live stream. I'm, I've asked the staff to do some devos uh, throughout the week. And I want you to dig into all the things that God would have for you. But here's what I want to encourage you. And this is my shareable moment for today is if you are doing life without a church, then you are an orphan. If you're doing life without a church family, then you're an orphan. You don't have a family. And guys, it's so necessary for us during this time to identify with the church. You know, one thing that's going away is church membership. Many people don't want to sign a piece of paper and, and commit to a church. They're, they're scared to do these things. But I want to say in our time, membership to something that is greater than ourselves is exactly what we need. We need to be a part of a group that keeps us accountable. Now, I, don't, I know in this world of, of all, all us millennials, and I know many people make fun of millennials, but I'm a millennial and I love you guys. We don't like accountability. We want to do exactly what we want to do and how we want to do it. But guys, how's that working out for us? Is everything hunky-dory and great? It's not, unfortunately. And we need the church to press us on spiritually. Guys, I even have people in my life that push me forward. As a pastor, I'm not sitting around trying to do this all on my own. All on my own. In fact, pastoring, unless you, you push hard, is very isolating. It's very easy to be alone. And so I put people in my life to speak into me, to encourage me, to say, you know what? That wasn't the greatest thing. We've even developed a, we've developed a staff and leaders and eldership to where if things don't go well, we give each other feedback. We say, hey, you know, that wasn't the best, but hey, could you try it this way next time? And the reason we have these things is because that makes us better. As I don't want to be the same that I was. I want to be better. And the only way you can be better is if you have a family around you during these tough times. Now we have to go through these tough times so that one day we will understand how great the good times are. We're all going to look back at this quarantine and this COVID-19 
business, we're going to look back and we're going to laugh. We're not going to laugh right now, I know. But we're going to look back and say, hey, we made it. We made it through. Just like when we look back at 9-11. It was a horrible day. But we can all look back and say, God moved and God was there even in the midst of tragedy. Now, I don't want to say this COVID-19 thing is anywhere on the scale of 9-11. But it is a hard time and it affects us all. And out of this test comes our testimony of the great things that God's going to do. So number three, we encourage each other in the ways of our father. We as a church family are called to encourage each other in the ways of our father. Colossians 3, 16 through 17 says, let the word of the Lord dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Guys, that's why we sing in church. That's why we build each other up because singing his word builds us up. And guys, this church should be a place to lift you up. You should be lifted up even as I'm talking to you through your TV screen this morning. Or whether you're watching this later on in the afternoon or maybe you're watching this on Monday or Tuesday. You should be lifted up. And guys, I truly believe, like I said earlier, that was the reason Kyle did not spend so much time in the hospital. He felt lifted up. And guys, if you don't believe that the live stream can minister to people, you heard the story from Monica. They're sitting there watching the live stream in the hospital and the song, It Is Well With My Soul, comes on. And they can do nothing but praise the Lord there in their hospital room. Guys, even though we cannot meet together today, just know that God can meet you exactly where you are. His Holy Spirit can come into that room and he can heal you like you've never been healed before. You're going to feel his presence this morning like you've never felt it before. And guys, I'm here to tell you, if you could feel that presence in your living room, imagine what it'll feel like when we're here together, worshiping the Lord again. Guys, this time is going to make us appreciate the times that we get to meet together. Because I truly believe the American church has taken for granted the assembly. And I think this is the time that God is using to make us, to make us really value that assembly. And I pray that we never take it for granted again so that God does not have to wake us up like this again. So I pray that this time we really miss gathering together. We really miss meeting together because when we get to do it again, we will never take it for granted ever again. Because what I want you to understand is we cannot, Hope Church cannot achieve greatness alone. We need you. Now, maybe you're not a part of Hope Church. Maybe you want to be a part of Hope Church. 
And I want to encourage you, as soon as we open back up, I want you to be the first person through these doors. Because I'm excited to meet you. I'm excited to see you. I'm a people person. This is hard on me. I love people. I want a house full of people. I want a church full of people because I want to talk to everyone. And if you've ever been here at Hope Church, I do my best to shake everyone's hand on on a Sunday morning. Now, I don't always get there because the church is growing. and, And if I don't shake your hand, please don't be offended. But guys, I love people. And this is so hard for me. But this is a time that God is even shaping in me to never take for granted being here three times on a Sunday morning. You know, I talked about last week that that sometimes I get weary from having to preach three times. I'm going to preach one time today and not know what to do with all this energy when I'm done. But I know that God is helping me, shaping me, forming me to be so thankful to meet within the house of God with God's people. So what does this mean for us? Maybe you're watching us for the first time. Maybe you've never heard me speak before. I always try to end the message with some questions to challenge you throughout the week. My first question is, do you need to make Hope Church your family? Here's what I want you to do. I want you to text, follow him, all one word, to 97,000. Text, follow him to 97,000. And the second question I need to ask you today is, do you need to join God's family? Same way, text follow him to 97,000. There's three options. You can give your heart to Jesus the first time. The second is you can rededicate your life to the Lord. So, you know, this, this time has made me realize I need God more than ever. And the third option is I want to make Hope Church my family. Text that. It's going to send you a link. I want you to fill that out. But here's the thing. Just filling out a form does not make you a follower of Christ. So in just a minute, I'm going to lead you through a prayer. If you'd like to become a part of God's family, because here's the thing. You have to begin a relationship with Jesus in order to be a part of this family. And so if you felt drawn in to God's family today. I want you to say this prayer with me and I want you to give your life over to Jesus. You don't have to have everything figured out. I'm about 20 years in in my walk with God and I don't have everything figured out. So I know that you're not going to. But if you'll fill out this form, a pastor can follow up with you and help you on the next step. So if you feel like today that you want to accept Jesus into your life, if you want him to be your father, if you want to be a part of his family, I want you to bow your head and close your eyes right there as you're sitting in your living room. Maybe you're watching in a room in your house or in your car. This, I just, if you're watching in a car, don't close your eyes, but any other place, bow your head and close your eyes with me. And I want you to repeat after me, dear Jesus, I want to be a part of your family. Please forgive me of turning away from you. Lord, I give you my life today. Help me to follow you and help me to follow your ways. I give you my life today and I'm excited to be in your family. 
In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer with me, I want you to text follow him, all one word, to 97,000, 970000. So nine, seven, and three zeros. Text us because if you don't text us, we don't know and we can't help you because you need to know the next steps. You need to know what is next on your walk with him. Now, maybe you're out there today and you want to be a part of the Hope Church family. Maybe you've been here a long time and you've never gone through the steps to just become a member. It's a very easy class. In fact, Pastor Teresa feeds you food. Uh, You get a free lunch. I'm not really sure when the next one is, but if you'll fill out that form and click at 97,000, text follow him, fill out that form, and we will, we will give you the information to become a full-fledged member of this church, and we want you to do that. Now, guys, as we continue on and, and close out our time with each other, I want you to be encouraged. I know that it's not easy for us to meet right now, but this is the time in history that we get to be the church like never before. I want to encourage you in your, in your tithes and offerings. I know I said this on the video on Friday, but I want to encourage you again. We have so many people that need our help right now. And now is not the time to neglect giving to the Lord because I guarantee you we're doing everything we possibly can to help as many people as possible. I know some of you are going through financial struggles. I know it's hard for you. Maybe you need some help. I want you to reach out to us and we'll do exactly, we'll do everything that we can to help you. But I want you to know that during this time that we're apart, we are in this together. We're gonna get through this together. And when we come back together, it's going to be sweeter than it ever was before. Because now we know what it's like to not have each other every week. So I want to pray a prayer of blessing over you. And then I want to encourage you throughout the rest of your day, right after this message, we're going to post on our Hope Kids page, we're going to post a specific message just for your kids. And so I want you to grab up your kids, grab up your family, and I want you to watch this message together, ask your kids questions and and encourage them and make them ask and, and answer all the questions you can. And maybe you can't, but it'd be a great time a fellowship together as a family, opening up the word of God. And our Hope Kids team did an amazing job with it. I've, always, I've already watched bits and pieces of it. You're not gonna wanna miss it. And so I wanna encourage you after this, if you've got kids, I want you to go check this out. We'll have it up very soon. But let's pray together and I wanna pray a blessing over you and then we're gonna leave this place. And I look forward to seeing you. I'll see some of you during the week on Zoom in our small groups, but I look forward to seeing you on the live stream next Sunday. Let's pray. Jesus. Lord, we just thank you today that you are an amazing God. Lord, I thank you that none of this caught you off guard. Lord, and I pray that you would just encourage us during this time. Lord, help us never to neglect meeting together again. Help us to long for the time that we get to meet with each other. Lord, I thank you for this special time that we've been able to be here, that we've been able to encourage one another. Lord, I pray that no one would feel alone. Lord, and I pray that if anyone needs anything, Lord, they would reach out to the church. Lord, I thank you for this time. I thank you for these people. Lord, I pray that you would bless anybody out there that has a need. Lord, I pray that you would show up in their life in an amazing way.
Lord. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Love you guys. Thank you. We'll see you next week here at Hope Church. Hope Church.